This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, everyone? How are you guys and gals doing? Welcome to the show. Motorcycle Madhouse is happening right now. We have China Dow coming up in the second half. It's going to be a good one. Also, we want to welcome to the Insane Throttle Biker News family, Marco's Motorcycle Nation. You're going to get all kinds of good biker news over there at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So what I don't cover in the mornings, you're going to get a double dose come the, what, about 5 o'clock? Yeah, you're going to get that. You're going to get a double dose of Biker News. How's that sound? He is new. Make sure you go over there to like and subscribe. You'll actually see a channel trailer coming up later on the show. We have today two interesting stories. The first one, we're going to go up to Quebec. Yes, we're going to go up to Quebec, Canada. I guess they are launching multiple raids against the Hells Angels and the Mafia. We're going to go figure out what the heck is going on up there. Also, the first story we're going to cover is... No Club Colors. A casino has just put that up, and it's confusing a lot of people. It's kind of funny watching these civilians. They're like, I don't know what that means. Does it mean you can't wear this specific uh, color shirt, or is it your skin? A lot of them were going, hey, that's racist. Hey, we agree. Everybody should be wearing colors where they want to. So, let's go to that story. There was a video but i ain't gonna play it because it's from five or channel three but it's an nbc thing and they always give us hell playing it anyway las vegas <laughs> las vegas the you know sin city but you can't wear your colors a picture of a sign on Binion's hotel and casino floor along Fremont Street experience has sparked uproar, and it should spark uproar. Remember, club members, you do not want to go to Binion's. They don't like club colors in there. You shouldn't be patronizing their establishment i'm hoping that a lot of this catches on within the biker community hey if they have no club colors you don't get our money any worries three words in large print no color policy gets people's attention and this was a what is it a tweet that said this was sort of a thing before but now it's a theme thing which i have no idea what the hell that means what is a theme thing it goes on to say no person while on the premises of the fremont street experience member property shall exhibit 
or make visible to the naked eye on his person, apparel, accessories, vehicles, or any emblem, decal, insignia, badge, keychief, or whatever the hell that means. Handkerchief? Okay, handkerchief. Whatever. Why didn't you just say that? Or sign that suggests states, displays, endorse, supports for, membership in, or endorsement of any motorcycle club, gang, association, or organization. Now, I can see why people are getting confused, because if it's saying any association organization does that mean uh the moose members can no longer go over there or the elk members or labor unions it, that's what the sign is saying it looks like it's ripe for going to court on that one anyway is that about people not being allowed to wear colored shirts or colored skin what is that about, said a mom and daughter from Canada. Another one says, let's say I've got 200 bucks of red. They'll give me 200 blacks, and you say color in, said Jim, visiting from North Carolina. Referring to phrase for exchanging casino chips. I don't know what that means, though. Now you citizens are starting to learn what members of clubs have to go through all the time. Now you're learning. Uh, that's upfront racism, says Byron from Chicago. Hey, we got somebody from Chicago there that actually understands what's going on here. And then it goes into, it's still confusing to those who take the time to read it. Josh, an avid motorcycle rider, says in most bars, the no color policy signs are meant to cut down the tension that sometimes builds between rival motorcycle clubs inside establishment. He thinks the sign's fair, and I think you're a douche. Yes, Josh, you're a douche. Motorcycle rider, you're a douche. Anyway, he goes on to say, I do uh, to an aspect. They don't want the club colors there because it's almost like a gang. You don't want Bloods and Crips in the same vicinity with another. You know what? You are a schmuck. I wouldn't even call you a motorcycle enthusiast. Idiots. Uh, Henderson police say members of the Hells Angels targeted Var uh, Vagos Motorcycle Club members. And six people were wounded. And Joss isn't affiliated with any groups and says the sign in Binion Casino stereotypes all bikers. Well, how can you go back and say that when you agreed with it? See, that's the problem with some of these independent riders who don't know their head from their ass. Anyway, there's always going to be that stigma of anybody that rides a motorcycle is in the group, and that's not true. It's kind of grouping all people together. You know what? It would have been better if you just shut up. Because you have no idea what in the heck you are talking about. None whatsoever. Ugh. People these days. Now, going up to Canadian, the maple uh, people. Maple syrup people, that's what I have to say. Now, Quebec, I wonder if this is that French stuff. Because that French stuff and me does not get along. I did not take any of those French lessons. 
even though we do uh, subtitle this in French, because some of our people up in Canada said, hey, I only speak French, and I say I only speak French toast and French fries. So I put it in subtitles for them. Anyway, the news up there is several police uh, forces across Quebec are conducting a joint anti-drug trafficking raid, or raids, across the province targeting members of the Hells Angels and the Mafia. Now, they say they're conducting eight operations, including in Montreal. Hey, Montreal Maple Leafs, man. I'm a big fan of the hockey up there. Uh, Lavelle and Estero in Quebec's uh, region. Uh, Provincial Police Sergeant An... Uh, what is it? Audre and Huhuhu, I can't say. Uh, wouldn't say whose residents are being uh, searched, but they say that they involve important figures in the under, uh, underworld, crime world, whatever it is. Uh, I guess the raids are being conducted by a mix of police that focuses on organized crime. It's probably one of those strike forces that they have over in Australia or something like that. You know, they're copying them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, she says police ain't uh, planning any arrests today, but are searching for evidence. So you're conducting raids, but you ain't actually arresting anybody. Very uh, interesting uh, police uh, procedure, if you will, up there. Who knows? Some people in this network are influential people, including members of the Hells Angels and others that are less influential but who are still involved in the drug trafficking network, which we wanted to put an end to. You know, that's the one thing about uh, the war on drugs. It just don't work. All it does is provide money for these police agencies to pad their budget. It's just like how they go after clubs all the damn time. It's there to pad, again, their budgets. So they get out there, they're busybodies and all that kind of crazy stuff. But it kind of does upset me, this uh, no clubs color deal. You know, how do you have a biker say, you know, well, I think it's uh, profile on one end and on the other, it's a good thing. You know what? Make up your damn mind. Make up your mind, damn it. The hell's wrong with you people out there? Well, it kind of groups everybody in together. Okay, whatever there, Stubby. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show with China Dow right now. It is, uh, the link's right in the chat box, or you can go over to the Morning Show's YouTube channel. Go over there, like, subscribe, all that stuff. That's where you hear the lives Monday through Friday with myself and China Dow. Also, don't forget, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on Marco's Motorcycle Nation. You'll get some more biker news and he has some other fun stuff over there. We'll be right back. Welcome to Marco's Motorcycle Nation, a brand new YouTube channel that's going to cover the gamut when it comes to biker news uh, and all kinds of things that have to do with Harley-Davidson motorcycles. On this channel, we'll be talking to uh, a bunch of different people and having a bunch of different things you probably haven't seen on any other biker channel on YouTube. At least I haven't. We're going to mix uh, some fun uh, of the radio that I've been doing for the last 25 years with some cool 
cool biker stuff, biker news, one percenter news, and everything to keep you informed about what's going on in the motorcycle community. If it has to do with MCs, you're going to find it right here. We'll also have some fun thing like motorcycle morons. We have a little thing called dumbass of the day and more. So subscribe and uh, maybe become my uh, friends. Thanks for checking us out. Join the Insane Throttles Members Only Club. Two ways to join over on Spotify and YouTube. Insane Throttle Biker News' channel, by the way. With your membership, you get exclusive content Monday through Friday. China Doll's on there with me. Y'all love China Doll. Also, you get an invite to the yearly Rumble in the Woods, where we get together, have parties, have fun. So make sure you join the Insane Throttles Members Only Club over on Spotify or YouTube. Rock on! Join our Members Only Club on Spotify and get exclusive podcasts only our members get Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time with Chinatown Hollywood. Get over there and subscribe now. Rock on!
of the second half of the show. What's up, China Doll? You're looking lazy today. <laughs> you're over here thinking you're like uh, in a country or something, and you're not near what a country girl is. You were from the Berg, which is Lollipop Town. R- what? Yeah, it's Lollipop Town. There are a bunch of freaks out there. Oh, Schomburg lo- Lollipop Town. You guys got your nose up to everybody. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No, that's why I ain't there, because I ain't that type of person. You found some interesting facts for me. Because <laughs> you keep talking about the only thing you know that's French is French fries and French toast. That's all I know in French. So it's French onion soup. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is French <laughs> onion soup, too. <laughs> so what's your facts here, you said? <laughs> well, I kept the facts up for French fries. <laughs> okay, what is it? Um, French fries are. First. You notice she takes so long to get Fr- to the point. French. Fr- she reminds me of Fr- Black French, Dragon. Fr- Fr- French fries are first mentioned in 1775 in a Parisian book, like a recipe book. So is it from France or not? It says that they were in 1842. They were basically created because it was different back in 1775 they were just called cut like cut potatoes uh-huh but in 1842 they became french fries and then belgium stole the recipe in 1844 i dare them how rude steal them god but how the hell did they like fry the damn things did they have like turkey fl- fryers or something over there or what or put them over a fire. How do they? How do they make a good French fry? French fries are fried in a two-step process. The first time is to cook the starch throughout the entire cut. Okay, at a I don't want to know how to cook a damn freaking French I'm fry. I'm telling you how they did it. Now, did French tr- toast come from France? Yes, French toast is from France as well. <laughs> so I'm right. The only thing I know about France is, or French is French fries and French toast. And French onion soup is also from France. See, I don't get it, man. North America up in Canada. But there's no... De- it's like, how did you get all the French up there? But there's no determination on where the French kiss originated from. That's Hershey, dumbass. <laughs> French kiss? How is it Hershey? That's those little Hershey things. That's a, that's a chocolate kiss, not a French kiss. You're a dork. What the hell's wrong with you? Have do you ever wonder uh when a human being said, Okay, let's kiss and swap tongues? <laughs> you ever wonder where that actually came from? Well, I did I, I looked it up, but I took it down because it was stupid. <laughs> well, a lot of things you do is stupid. No, it isn't. What happened to you? I can't see you anymore. Put on your computer. There you go. It's like your light right there. Oh. I'm like, I disappeared. How did I disappear? I don't know. I don't know I'm about still you. still sitting here. 
You just woke up and you're 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 like getting to me. You sound like Black Dragon right now. How do I sound like Black Dragon? You take twenty minutes to get to a point. I do not. And then when you uh, talk, it's like monotone. I don't like that. It is not really. How am I monotone? You're monotone. You're just sitting there like, duh. I am not rude. Acting like you a country girl and stuff. No, well, I'm not taking the hat off because the hair's flat and it looks weird. It does. You know what was funny? Somebody the other day said you had a Karen haircut. Yeah, I guess my hairstyle is considered a Karen haircut. How does that make you feel? You're like not in style. And I've tried to tell you this a million times. Don't even get started. But I'm you won't listen to me. I'm not growing it out. You look like a Karen. I do not. And if I do, I don't care because I already know I'm not a Karen. Yeah, but everybody else thinks you are. You have a reputation to keep here. How, how do I, how do me, it makes you myself, look old. how do I represent Karens? You represent Karens with your hair. I'm sorry. If anybody's a Karen in this room, it's more you than me. No, it's not me. Yes, yeah, you. No, not me. I'm called the racist. Well. It happens. I'm not a Karen. I guess they don't like how I speak. Well, most people don't. I can't wait. The audio equipment's here and uh, getting hooked up Sunday. Going to have some bass going on in this sucker. Yeah. Got some new dynamic uh, mics coming in. I don't look it's gonna like be a Karen. A... You're rude. Why do you get upset that you don't look like a Karen? I don't have a Karen you're personality. Like, do you know you're going to be 50 years old? That's going to be a half a century year old. Did you ever think of it that way? Shut up. I know how old I'm going to be. I still got a couple months. And then I was thinking uh, yesterday because of my mortality and stuff like that was the kids that are going to be born in, say, five years or six years. They're the ones that are going to see the 21st uh, or 2100, aren't they? Why we're in the ground and, uh, well, not you, and uh, wasting away into worm food. I won't be worm food. They're going to be out there enjoying 2100. What do you think life's going to be like in 2100? You got AI coming up right now with chat GPT. You think it's going to be off the rockers in 2100? I don't even want to know, and I'm glad I won't be here to find out. I think healthcare and stuff would be a lot better, don't you? Maybe they'll be lucky, and by then they'll have free healthcare. Juan, China doll has the prettiest smile. She only smiles on air. I don't smile at home. She's a bitch. I got resting bitch face at home. You do. You, see, that's the thing about you. You lie to people. <laughs> I don't lie to people. You make me laugh, so it makes me smile. Yeah, but you're <laughs> so cool on the air, but afterwards you're you're a major bitch. I'm good afterwards. I'm not usually bitchy till it's about closer to the time I got to go to work. <laughs> then I turn into a bitch because I don't want to go to work. Well, nobody wants to go to work. Me, I like going to work. Yeah, because you got to really, you get to be here. Yeah, but I spend all day preparing for shows. and Okay, I'd rather do that than go to work. We got the and, beat, deal, and deal with people. We got the Beat Can podcast coming up Sunday with uh, Mike, China Dow, Danny D, me, and then me and uh, Marco's uh, Nations putting one on. I think we're going to call it Madhouse Mondays at nighttime, you know, about 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I think it's going to be a beautiful thing. Wow. A lot busy. of shows coming up. Busy. Busy. 
busy. Unlike you, who just sits on the fucking couch all day <laughs> before you go to work. Ouch. So <laughs> you're, you know what? You're lazy. And uh, again, <laughs> you, uh, Brooklyn biker China sounds like a New Yorker. Yeah, kind of. Sure, the hell ain't a Chicago broad. Not a New Yorker either. <laughs> it's, it's the teeth. What do we got going on <laughs> for the news today? What kind of stuff am I going to make fun of you about? Uh, you know what? You're so easy, too. <laughs> it is. I make you laugh, and then I make you piss off at me. All in one minute. How does that even happen? I can be making you laugh, then boom, you turn on a drop of a dime with me. Because it depends on the tone of your voice or exactly what you say. Really? You get into the tone of my voice? Yeah, because your voice tone changes. You can go from being totally normal tone to having, like, pissed off dad face. You're yeah. dumb. <laughs> Thanks. I've been told. Dumb. Oh, yeah. Better never say that. She'll freaking cry and whine and cause me hell. Go ahead. Rude. Green County, Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania man will never get to taste freedom again after being handed a 3,000-year sentence for sex crimes against children. Well, good. It's about time. I'd rather see the death penalty. But, you know, that aside, how the hell do you give somebody 3,000 years? I don't know. You want to find years? out? I'm just asking here. 3,000 years. Do you imagine if there was, like, a vampire? And they couldn't die. Next thing you know, you get 3,000 years. You're like, fuck. <laughs> I think he should have gotten more after reading what he did. Okay, you're going to skip that story. No. It, it doesn't go in detail. What did I tell you about kids? Oh, my God. He just said, psh, psh, What's it go? One ear and out the other? Yes. Matthew Perry, 44, of Greensboro, was sentenced March 28th after being convicted. Hollywood jealous of China now? What are you, stupid? Of being convicted no. of 13,100. Jealous of me. Go ahead. Let you me let me know when I can do the news. Do the news. Okay, thank you. He was convicted of 13,143 felony counts of sex crimes against children, including 2,190 counts of rape of ch a child under the age of 13. How does somebody get away with that without nobody knowing? You got to say that again. Mar Holy shit. March 28th, after being convicted of 13,143 felony counts of sex crimes against children, including 2,190 counts of rape of a child under the age of 13. Somebody failed somewhere big time. How many kids were involved in this? Doesn't say, does it? No. He was found guilty after a four-day-long jury trial uh, on November 18, 2022. Parole for Perry isn't even possible until the year 3,523, meaning he would have to live to be nearly 1,550 years old. He ain't got shit coming. You I don't, know what? I don't you see him making it the first year in prison. Do you? Uh, he better not. I'm just saying. There better be some morality in prison right there for a guy like this. If you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Do you think they're ever going to get to the uh, point where 
you know, demolition man with Sylvester Stallone and they put him in an ice cube where, you know, that's you're doing your sentence in an ice cube and then like a hundred years later they wake you up and shit. In an ice cube? Yeah. Where they I haven't freeze seen them. that movie in so long. Cryo freeze. Oh, when they cryo them? Yeah. They put them in there and next thing you know, they're waking <laughs> up a uh, hundred years later or something. Man, they'd be hungry. Now, if you had the opportunity, let me ask you this. Hmm. If you had the opportunity to get like cryo freeze or put in one of them sleep pods they talk about in space where they put your ass to sleep. If you had the opportunity to do that and they wake you up 200 years from now, would you do it? No. Why? I so would. I know you would. I don't know. I don't want to see what this world looks like in 200 years. You imagine Hollywood in the year 2200? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sitting there doing the madhouse in the mornings in the year 2200. They wouldn't know what to do with me then. Because it's all going to be PC by then, probably. You'd end up it's, in cryo prison. <laughs> I probably would. They say, put this sucker back in there, man. Or, you know, you th it might get to the point where you put them uh, eye things on that virtual, virtual reality, reality. And where Sylvester Stallone and Sandra Bullock are like boning on there, but not physically touching. Hey, at least that can't would catch so suck. <laughs> No disease. You would like something like that? A virtual reality sex. No it'd, touch. It'd be interesting to try it at least once. I don't know. I went out and got you a gift yesterday. It was a shower head. Uh-huh. Where you manually hold it. Yeah, I have, didn't even try it. You didn't try it yet? No. I go to that tr uh, all that trouble. Uh to make sure it, you know, it's long enough to reach you, everything. <laughs> I haven't tried it. Because you say standing up is too much work with one of them, so you got to lay down. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Balance? Does do those things actually work on a woman? I don't know. I haven't tried it. Yeah, but I've heard stories. Of I've heard stories that they'd work very well. Really? <laughs> yeah. So why do you women get all different kind of toys where men are like, they use their five fingers? It's Susie like just, and her five sisters. Yeah, or Rosie. Rosie Pumper. That's all we get. You guys get all wicked kind of stuff. You can buy pocket pussies. Yeah, I don't know if those are the same, though. I don't know if it's the same. Just saying. I don't know. <laughs> so we got, uh, let's see here. Hollywood, you actually trust humans that much to resurrect you after that long? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think He's they'd got leave. A good point I think there. they'd leave them there. They'd forget you're but there. But I can't believe that you said you wouldn't uh, allow that to happen. Two hundred years from now, no, you get to see it. Mm -mm. There'd be flying everything. It'd probably be like the Jetsons. No thanks. They already have a flying motorcycle. Oh, I know. I seen that. It's like uh, what is it? A drone. Mm -hmm. And it actually flies one person and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Imagine having a motorcycle accident or something like that in those times. That's going to be deadly. Because it is. It'll be. It'll be deadly. That I don't trust. Mm -mm. Don't trust well, that. Well, a car accident would be the same because the cars would be flying too. Well, yeah. Be having some back to the future shit going on. Disappointed in you. You have no sense of adventure whatsoever. 
Maybe that's why when a woman reaches 50, there's no sense of adventure. Maybe that's why guys go back to, you know, some young broads. I am not 50 for another two months. Leave me alone. It happens, but a half a century year old. It, you will be too, not too many months after me. Well, that's fine. That's but fine. I'm a man. I'm a man. I don't cry and whine like you women do. I didn't cry and whine like you women do. <laughs> what else we got? A woman jailed in Florida for threatening to kill her former co-workers at Disney allegedly tried to hire her fellow inmate to kill her parents and grandparents for a $2 million inheritance. What the hell is going on nowadays where you can't even trust a Sully? Do you notice a lot of people are just plain old rats now? Didn't anybody teach them in school? Don't well, be a tattletale. I mean, if you're in jail and you have a cellmate, I mean, I think that'd be the last person I'd want to confide. No, in. you never do. That's jailhouse. So, but why does shit. everybody freaking do it though? Because people are stupid. Every time you see people going next, next, our next witness is the his, jelly that just sucked on your pecker. The guy that's been rooming with you in jail. You know what was interesting? You bring that up. You watch the the prison stories with women. Yeah. You women are some nasties. You guys, you women actually form families within the prison system. Yeah. And everybody takes turns eating each other out. Oh, my God. No. Yes. No. You're going to tell me that don't happen. Well, it, it happens, but that's not why they form families. But homosexuality. Is more prevalent. That's in because a they call presence. they call it in in a, in the in the prison system. Well, I know in the women's, I don't know, maybe the guys too, but they call it just gay for the stay. <laughs> gay for the stay it means you're only gay because you're in jail and you have no other option. No, you got your hand. Screw that. It's <laughs> what the women call it. I always imagine you when I see uh, a program like. Oh that. my god! If you would have went to one. Maybe I should set her up on a crime or something and do a documentary on China Dow. What would it be well, like? Well, now that you... you just put that out there, um, <laughs> they're, they're going to know it wasn't me. <laughs> How would you handle it? I would have no reason to go to jail. Yeah, but okay, that aside, we're playing Fantasyland here. I don't want to play Fantasyland. What would it be like? I have no clue. You know, you're a tiny girl. Yeah. You know, you imagine big old am a or something coming up your ass? I'd be running and hiding. Come here. I want to stuff that face somewhere. Oh, my God. Hell no. Oh, mm. come on. You know. Nope. Mm -mm. I think you'd be somebody's, what, uh, sister or what do they call them? That is not what they call them. What they do they call, call it? The same thing they call it at a men's prison. You think you'd be one of them? No. Why? I'm not going to be nobody's bitch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at her. Ooh. So would you be, well, you already are by, so it wouldn't, <laughs> it, it really wouldn't matter to you. Yeah, it does matter because I do have pride in myself to pick the right kind of people. And I sure the hell wouldn't be one of them. That one thing that made me really sick is when you watched it, it was like butch, butch. Yeah, there's. I sh remember I showed you that one. Yeah, you couldn't tell if that was a dude or a chick, could you? I was worried, man. It was a chick. But now I know why. You know, some of these dudes probably uh, like transvest the uh, vestite themselves. 
to go to a female's prison. It was funny in that one story you did a while ago, a guy impregnated how many of them? It was like, damn, man, at least bust the nut on their stomach or something. That way you just stay. They don't think any good. Oh, my God. Stop. So go ahead with the inheritance. Well, she got locked up in December and recruited her cellmates in the murder for hire plot. Uh, Cell wifey, John says. No. Is that what you're going to be? Would you rather be the wife or, or what would the, what do they do in that kind of thing? What do they call it? Are you a wifey and they're a wifey? What the hell is it? I don't know. I don't know this terminology like you. What the hell makes you think I know the terminology? You're the one that's by. Okay, and? Why wouldn't you know the terminology? They would each be called a wife. Well, that don't make no sense. Mm -hmm. That makes no sense to me. Why do that? I don't get it. Look at this box, little lady. <laughs> That's what Steve says. They're all over there having fantasies about you in prison. <laughs> <laughs> See what you started? I Really? Who started it? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the woman... I can't, her, her name is really weird. Can't pronounce it, but she's 29. She told her fellow inmates that her parents are extremely wealthy and she would receive $2 million inheritance upon their death. So as a part of the twisted plot, she allegedly offered anyone who would kill her relatives $50,000 per victim. And then you got a, you got a person sitting, well, wait a second. You're going to make $2 million off this deal. You're only cutting me in 50. You you screwed. Go a minimum of two fifty. She That's also insane. she also allegedly used social media to cyberstalks assistant state's attorney Peter Francis Donnelly, who was prosecuting her case, and she wanted him to suffer as well and didn't care if his family died too. She's a psycho. By the way, I'm members only coming up. We're gonna be talking about a very interesting subject. Would you turn in a family member if they murdered somebody? It's going to be a very interesting topic indeed. Very interesting. I wonder if China Dow would. I'm a, you know what? I, I asked that question. We'll see. Is she a rat? I don't know. Go ahead. She was quoted as allegedly saying that if she could not find anyone to carry out the killing, she would gladly do it herself. I think she has issues. You think? I think this broad has some issues, man. She even gave them instructions on how to, t how to make the murders look like a robbery gone wrong. You know what I don't understand with women? And this chick's got problems. You women get busted for something, say murder. And a man is the one who gets the death penalty more than a woman. Woman never gets it. It's like, what the hell is wrong with this, man? Equal justice. You wanted women's rights. So I say you get the death penalty, too. Oh, here's the twist. She claims when she was telling her trying to get people hired hired to kill her family that her mother and father molested her and their and her siblings when they were children. Why does it always come down to like somebody getting molested and stuff? 
And then the parents turned on her and said, she just needs mental help. Mental help. (laughs) She was making it all up. She needs mental help. You think? Yeah, but how how do you not know the parents didn't use that excuse to get away with what they were doing if they were doing it? I don't know. And I'm just saying if because we don't know. What do you think? Uh, I think a lot of people are freaks that have this murder fantasy stuff. Does that does that exist? Where all they do is fantasize about freaking killing somebody? Nasty people. They're confused. Well, you know, there's, uh, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that fantasize about killing somebody, but they don't follow through with it. There's a lot of weird uh, sexual fantasies, too. Well, yeah, you seem to have a few weird ones. I mean, you discuss them freely here. Well, no, that's just me doing research and bringing up the <laughs> fact. you doing research. That this is gross. This is gross. And uh, sometimes I don't understand how people get off on that stuff. Do you? I I have no clue how they get off on that stuff. It's gross. I just don't understand what the hell is work. What is it with, uh, you know, you just can't bust a nut in a woman's mouth. No, you got to get off stupid. Ow. So I think that has to, you know, go to a mental issue problem. Do you have a mental issue? Yeah, it's called China Dow. <laughs> It's called China Dow Syndrome. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> All women are at the center of every problem a man has ever had. I'm sorry to say that's the way it is. You women cause headaches. Well, they do say a lot of men have mommy issues. What the hell is that supposed to mean? I don't know, because that'd be a woman that caused problems. I guess. I guess. But, yeah, this one sounds like she was mental. What's up, Mike? Yeah, she's definitely got some issues. But Monday, she was charged with three counts of solicitation to premeditated murder and one count of cyberstalking for sending death threats to that attorney, Donnelly. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Hollywood, uh, we got China Dow on uh, solicitation to kill you. We'll lock her up so I don't watch her be a bitch. Maybe that's my fantasy. Seeing you behind bars, you know, eating out of muff. Muff diving. (laughs) (laughs) I could let you know if the carpets match the drapes. Yeah, there you go. I wonder, do they shave in prison? No. They don't shave. Not that I know of. I think it takes a while before you can actually get a razor out of commissary. Yeah, but once you do. Yeah, you shave. Do they shave the carpet? I have no idea. I'm asking. How would I know? Have you I been be, to jail? You should be doing the research on this uh, I don't subject. think a lot of them do. They're nasty, then. I don't think a lot of them do, but they might. I don't know. I've never been. They, they like, been. go back in time to 1970. Well, ask somebody that's been there, because I wouldn't know. See, I don't understand how they had, uh, you know, we were just kids, but they had this 1970s bush going on where you put the pick in there. How was there anybody even getting laid back then? Seriously, you go in there and next thing you know, you're falling into the Amazon rainforest. Got to part it. Got to part the Red Sea. Had to do a comb over. I don't know. And women, they just let that shit grow. 
It must have been weird in high school for you. Why? Because, you know, you'd be watching them, uh, you know, take a shower and stuff, and they had this bush. And we all had one then. Y'all had bush. Yeah, everybody did. And did let, some let let it grow more than others? Dude, it does technically stop growing at a point. It doesn't just keep growing like your hair on your head. Yeah, but some would have this big old bush. Yeah. Did you notice some were more than others? I didn't pay attention. Oh, don't give me that. You were over there looking at boobies. <laughs> I was not. Dude, I was lucky every year I had P.E. last class. So I would just get dressed and get to the bus and go shower when I got home. That didn't stop you from watching. I didn't watch. Oh, don't lie to me. You saying that when you were in that locker room, you weren't looking at boobs. Nope. You're lying. Nope. That's the first time China Doll has ever lied. I'm not. She was looking at boobs. No, I wasn't. So you didn't notice anybody else's boobs? No. Because even when they were I didn't walking go in by front the of you. showers. Yeah, but they were walking around naked. No, they weren't. They had towels. You're lying. No. I don't trust you on this one. Okay, then don't. I don't trust you okay, on this fine. one. Okay, fine. Okay, is the truth hurt? Because you didn't see any boobs in high school. Not in the locker rooms. Every girl was too embarrassed, and they all had towels. So they weren't in there like porkies? No. It was nothing like that at my high school. Nothing like porkies. Mm-mm, not at my high that school. That was a good movie, by the way. It was. There's nothing like that at my high school. Every chick would either carry their shirt over the front of them or they would have a towel. Or they would wear a t-shirt to to the showers. How the hell do you wear a t-shirt to the showers? You know, wear your t-shirt and when you get to the showers, you take the t-shirt off. Well, that sounds like so stupid. They all, everybody used to stay covered up. Was it, it, it an Girl, open we used one? To have, we used to have girls that would actually go. Actually, ours had stalls. But no doors. Um, we used to have girls that would change in the bath in the bathroom in there. So, so you had would stalls. It wasn't an open deal. No. Well, how freaking that is like so sexist. The men they just I'm put sure, it in an well, open. Well, I know since I've left there, they've changed it and it's all open. But when I was there, it it wasn't. Why are you playing with yourself right now? I'm not. I'm rubbing my knee. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that is my knee. My cooter does not hang low like that. That is my knee. Because I hit my knee on the desk. <laughs> Asshole. You shouldn't over here rubbing it while I'm talking about movies. <laughs> no, You're a dick. <laughs> no, I'm not. Cough it up and die clean. So what? Man. So what else we got here? <laughs> I can't believe you're jacking off while I'm talking I about. I am boobies. not. <laughs> you, you think of that shower head and stuff? <laughs> See, she can't talk, so I know what she was doing. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Oh my god, you're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Air Force Secretary said he's seen nothing more disturbing in 50 in his 50 year career than this move made by China. So that dude just started to be in the military while we were just born. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. 
China's expansion of its nuclear arsenal is the most disturbing development that Air Force Secretary Frank Kendall has seen in the decades-long career, he told lawmakers on Tuesday. See, that's one thing you got to think about. Are we going to even be here in the year 2100? Are these assholes going to nuke everybody? Who knows? Who knows? I don't want to be here. (laughs) Why is it you do not want to see the future? Uh Uh-uh. And you're the one who was afraid of dying. I am, but at the same time, so I don't if they be came here. up to you and said, "We can prevent you from dying by putting you into an ice cube," you wouldn't do it. No, you're, you're you know what? I think that's bull Mm-mm. because you're always saying you don't want to die. I don't want to die, but I don't want my life prolonged like that. Okay, what if you're right here, right now, looking the way you are, young, fifty? And they said, we got a way to keep you uh, alive for 200 years. Barbie, and you just stay the same, like a vampire. I don't want to be fucking frozen or cryo-whatever. <laughs> yeah, but it gives you a chance to go into a different century at the same age you are now, the way you look. Mm-mm. Nope. Wouldn't do it. I think it'd be funny seeing you in a Jetsons uh, type of clothes. <laughs> You're you're retarded no i think that's what you need to be for halloween is that what is that jetson's name that uh mother broad i don't know judy no that's judy the, yeah no, that's the daughter is it yeah i think so i gotta i we gotta look that up i think judy's the daughter yeah mike you, you know you have to go in the cryo freeze and you miss like a hundred years i think that would be beautiful no thanks you imagine that, you know, meeting your, what is it, the great, 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 great grandkids? Hey, what's up? It's Hollywood. Oh, God. They tried to shoot me. Probably. I think it would be cool. I don't know why. I don't know why. I Yeah, see, Jane's his wife. There. Judy's the daughter. Yeah, you would look like Jane. No, I you got red that, hair. You got the Karen hair. Stop with the freaking hair comments. So do you think uh, we should have to worry about China? I think we do. Maybe you should change your name. <laughs> China, though. Maybe we should. To what? Dumbass. If anybody should be called a dumbass in this studio right now, it should be you. Hey, I wasn't the one playing with myself. While I was, I was about not. T- shut <laughs> up. God, you're so stupid. <laughs> I don't do that. Go ahead. I don't do that. Yeah, for two hours with a vibrator. Go ahead. And it's not in here, so why would I do it? Because you're using your hand instead. I know how you women put your fingers down there. Nope. Did you guys ever do that in high school? And don't lie to me. What? Women would just actually bring their fingers down there and they would play with themselves during English class or something. I have no idea. Not me. You were watching. Don't no. tell me. How do you watch with the way those desks are? You can't see nothing. I don't know. Men, they usually found a way. <laughs> no, all you'd hear with the guys is their freaking schlong pounding on the bottom of the desk. Attached to probably the gum that was stuck under it. Yeah, that was sick, wasn't it? With <laughs> all the gum. Gross. It was like, dude, can't Did you Did you know what punishment out? in my high school was? You had to actually... You had this 
aerosol can that would freeze the gum underneath there and you had to go around and scrape all the gum from under the desks. I never would. That was that. what you would have to do if if you got in trouble in school. That was stupid. That was like your punishment was cleaning that was the gum. Stupid. Stupid, stupid. I'm like that's gross. Anyway, I don't like this story. It's boring. Fine. Let's go to uh you know, we were talking about the red flag laws yesterday for a minute or two. And I want to get it back and go full circle. And I know there's a lot of debate on this issue of red flag laws. Uh-huh. Now, does it give uh, you're going to your pewter? Mm. What is the definition of a red flag law for those that don't know? Well, in the United States, a red flag law is a gun violence prevention law that permits a state court to order the temporary temporary removal of firearms from a person who they believe may present a danger to others or themselves. Now, we talked about this kind of yesterday. Mm -hmm. What is your position on these red flag laws? And I think Illinois has one. Illinois has one. There's actually only about a handful of states that have it. Because... Some believe that it's against the Second Amendment. There is actually one state, which is Oklahoma. They're a state that had, they are anti-red flag laws. But that, you know what? It goes to the extreme. You know, both sides you know, of the aisle go to the extreme on issues. And the red flag law didn't come into effect until 1999. 1999. Connecticut became the first state to enact the red flag law. Now, if it was 1999 mm -hmm. and you had that school shooting in Connecticut, it really didn't work then. But how do they propose to push this kind of stuff through? Is it like if you have a restraining order or something? What? It's basically the judge can make a determination to issue the order based on statements and actions made by the gun owner in question. Now, if you have a guy that's making statements or a woman mm -hmm. making statements that they're going to harm somebody else. Do you believe that red flag laws should come into effect? Well, if there's major threats and I, I think so. Mm -hmm. That's just like the school shootings. If they, you know, if, if they would have seen, you know, all the stuff that they find after the fact, you know, like this last one, the manifestos and like all that stuff, then I think those kind of determinations should be by a court saying that they can't own one. And if they have them, they have to be removed from the house. And a lot of people are going to come back and, well, the Second Amendment. But we have to agree mental people shouldn't be owning none of that crap. Well, that's what a lot of this is based on. The red flag law for the guns is based on they're a person's mental status. If they feel that they're going to harm someone or themselves and they own guns, that the courts can take their guns away. And should they? I think so. Because people shouldn't be a mental, <laughs> a mental ass and having guns. I truly believe that. And a lot of people said that yesterday in our chat. If they are mental. They shouldn't have them. I mean, yeah, they're going to, everybody's going to say, they they're going to probably, you know, call me out saying I'm going to be violating their right to bear arms, but not everybody should have that right. 
Well, you should, but when you <clears throat> go against the law that's in your jurisdiction, who wants somebody that is just got out of a mental institution? How can they say with a straight face, well, this person spent five years in a psych ward that they should have a gun? I don't think they should. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. People actually say, well, you know, that's violating their rights. Yeah, I know. But I don't think the uh, the framers of the Second Amendment actually would agree with that position. I think they would say, hey, if you're a mental idiot, you got no right to bear arms. See, that's the only thing about the framers. They kept it in a frame of where you can speculate on what they meant instead of spelling it out. You know, it was a great debate in the federal uh, Federalist uh, letters about this. But what other ones are there? There's what? Restraining orders are in this too? Um, orders issued under the red flag laws are also called risk-based gun removal laws. They have several names. Uh, some of them, and they're all different in every state. They have a different name for them. And like extreme risk prevention orders, that's in about five states. Extreme risk firearm protection orders, that's in uh, one state. Risk protection orders, that's in Florida. Uh, gun violence restraining orders. I mean, and. Well, we got a good question here for China, though. All right. If someone has seen a psychiatrist but has no actual criminal background on file, should they be allowed to own a gun? And I don't think that's what you were saying. That's not what I'm saying. No, people see all. a psychiatrist for a litany of reasons. Yeah, there's multiple reasons why someone sees a psychiatrist. But I mean, if the psychiatrist will actually sit there and make the statement that this person is going to do harm to themselves or others, that's a different story. I mean, you could be going to see a psychiatrist just over anxiety now, or depression. And yeah. it doesn't mean it doesn't mean when you're seeing a psychiatrist that anybody that sees one is going to harm themselves or someone else. Now, what if they had paranoid schizophrenia? I used to, I used to see a psychiatrist. That doesn't mean I'm going to hurt somebody or myself. Yeah, but it's a different level of mental but everybody's issue. everybody's level is different. So if somebody's a paranoid schizophrenic. But it doesn't you want them to have a damn gun, but not all paranoid schizophrenics commit crimes. But at the same time, that's because a very serious deal. It is a very serious deal, but I, and I'm not trying to like say they're all good. Well, I'm not talking about committing crimes. I'm talking about a, should they own a gun that I mean, that's a complete serious, way serious mental issue. But a lot of times they're too afraid of themselves to do anything. Well, you got some of them that say, hey, man, the devil's in my ear saying, hey, shoot him. Well, and if that comes arise, that means that they're a, a threat to society, in my opinion. Okay, what about somebody who leaves a manifesto like this broad did or whatever it was? If they have them. Well, yeah, because that's showing that they're planning to do harm to someone else. But what if somebody comes back and says, hey, you know, you're killing the Second Amendment here? I don't care. I think everybody would have to agree, hey, they don't need a gun. If they would have found this chick stuff from the 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 last shooting, 
you know, the one we've been talking about for a couple days now, if they would have found all this information and like actually listened to the person that she was speaking to on Instagram instead of showing up eight hours after the fact, Mm. and they would have found all this information, all her manifestos, the drawings showing what she was going to wear the day of, it was all right there in black and white. But a lot of people's definition is it's absolute. And I don't agree with that. What do you mean? It's absolute. You, they can't take your guns away for anything. I think there are many reasons why people should have their guns taken away. Now, on the flip side, I believe felons. Uh, well, don't felon, certain... felons have it have to go a certain time period? No, that's not true. A Is lot that of true felons... or no? A lot of felons in states can't have a gun. And I think that's bull because after a period of time, you should be able to get them rights back. And well, wouldn't it be depending on what they served their time for? Yeah, if it was a child molester, go screw yourself. I would never approve of that shit. Because I, I mean, I, I don't think, believe I a think child molester can be uh, fixed. I mean, wouldn't you have to base it on what? the felon did for a crime when they were released what they what they well then the problem for, com- and i get it they already did their time the problem comes up you can't pick and choose what crimes at that point but it's just like the first amendment the first amendment ain't absolute like the supreme court says you can't go into a theater and scream fire well it's just like you can't go on an airplane and say bomb so there's no absolution to any of the amendments in the bill of rights because if people you have two school of thoughts on the constitution one is it's always evolving and the second one is it's as written and the way the courts look at it is it's evolving now the one thing i don't believe with the gun stuff is people in the urban areas are not like the rural areas well, it's like it, if you come out to where we're at, 90% of the people in this town own guns. Mm-hmm. Now, if I go back to where I grew up at, I'd say it's probably about 10% or less. Yeah, because it's an urban area. Exactly. And out here, they have them for multiple reasons. Not only just for protection, but almost everybody in this area are hunters. They hunt. Well, not only hunt, but it is for protection. Like us, we have a bunch of guns. It's like damn Fort Knox over here. And if you were in Chicago where we used to live, I'd have all kinds of problems. Mm -hmm. I think when we lived out there, you only had the 357. Yeah. And that was it. And we didn't have any other ones out there. And now it's like a fortress over here. Uh, <laughs> it's like every room you look but they in, don't, there is one somewhere in every room. <laughs> that's like Chicago. They don't distinguish between Chicago and the rest of the state. The rest of the state ain't built up like Chicago. No. Especially downstate Illinois. It's all freaking rural. Mm-hmm. You, you're in a place where you to call the cops and they don't get there for 45 minutes. So you have to have a gun. And it takes you just as long to get to the grocery store. Right. Make sure you have gas before you go to your home. But the problem is, again, laws, they really don't prevent anything. No. Because a person can get a hold of a gun in a heartbeat. 
Well, yeah, because nobody, not everybody buys them legally. And that's the problem, you though. You can go to the local corner in Chicago and just go get one. Well, this is true, but at the other side of that argument is, if you can prevent it, should you? Prevent what? That's what these red flag laws are about, is preventing them. If you have the opportunity to sh uh, stop a shooter like that in Tennessee, don't you take the opportunity? I would hope so. Problem is, is they never get the information until after the fact. Mm -hmm. They're not getting the information soon enough. I mean, that's just like the the one uh, from what, Yovalde. Mm -hmm. They knew that that was going to happen. They, I mean, they legit knew. Right. Like days prior that it was going to happen and no one tried to prevent it. So you're in the camp of. I mean, some no, people, some no people might say, it's, some people might say it's the saying damned if you do and damned if you don't, which it is. But and it's it, like, you got to think in the long run, what, what the outcome is going to be if specific people have them one thing i don't understand is why people are so even though when you go buy the gun they got to run you through a fed background why people get so upset at background checks i could care less we've had a go we go through it with the void card yeah and ours yeah it's just a void card yeah, there's waiting periods and stuff, mm -hmm. but does some of them laws actually prevent something like this? That's the question. And I think mental institutions should be required to pass on to whatever database they use. And it's not like they have to give up because everybody's going to be like, well, it's violating HIPAA violations. Technically, if you don't tell them what their issue is and you just give them an opinion stating mm -hmm. that they well, that falls not... in the thing that Jason just said. Problem is, authorities brush you off when you try to report someone who is a legit concern. That's true too. And should that be a part of a responsible gun owner to do? Should they report somebody that's a psychopath? And say, hey, this one don't got a gun, do they? Should that be something that a responsible gun owner does? Yeah, but nobody's going to do that. No, but that's not the question. The question is a yes or no. If you're a responsible gun owner and you want to keep your rights where they don't throw these laws at you, <laughs> shouldn't you be a part of the solution and help out? And, and if you know somebody should not own a gun, report them? Mm-hmm. Uh, red flag laws are dangerous road to go down. Anyone could be red flag for any reason. That's true. I think there should be a set of parameters within it, a set of incidences, and you get to go to court on it before they take it away. Uh, Christopher, China Dow, you're 1,000 correct uh, with regards to ownership of a weapon, and folks need to pick a lane with regards to it, especially if you're a nut. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of guys and the gals in uh, the chat room. I'm actually surprised. Agree <laughs> that there has to be some type of barrier for these people to get a gun. There's got to, there's, 
there's got to be more protection for the people that don't carry. There's got to be more protection for the people that do carry and are responsible. Because there, I, in my opinion, I think there's more irresponsible people that have guns than responsible people. Wow, I, I, I mean, maybe. I'm, I'm, that's just my well. Opinion. That's your opinion. That's, that's what my you. Opinion. That's what you. You know what it is. I think, and a lot of people are afraid to voice their opinions. I guess. Well, yeah, because they're afraid everybody's going to chastise them, and I don't care all that kind of stuff. Chastise away. You're not a liberal, no. But it's all right to have but some I have, type of opinions where, and I think it's different with women. Because I mean, I do mothers. have, I do, I do have an opinion sometimes when it comes to like some of the things that liberals say mm. well that's because you're a moderate i mean i have my own opinion of it some sometimes i might even agree with something they well, say well that's what you call the moderate i'm you a know moderate. i'm kind of like in the middle i don't call myself a democrat and i don't call myself a republican i am just me mm-hmm. and i'll give my opinion based on if i feel that person's in the right or that person's in the right and personally i don't I don't care if that person's Democrat or Republican either. Mm. I base it solely on being a freaking human being. What about, I think this statement is true. I think more women are for gun protections than men. There's been because many. Because women are mothers. Yeah, I want to be able to protect my children. And women get scared when they see all these school shootings happening. So yeah, they want something done. Yeah. You know, there's kids nowadays that don't even want to go to school because they're afraid. They would rather do online classes and go back to where we were with COVID because they're afraid to go to school because of all these shootings. Mm -hmm. They don't want to go. They're afraid it will happen because why? I know at our high school, I can't speak for other high schools, but the one here in our town, every month they have a thing called Julie where they practice what they're supposed to do if there's a school shooting. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I get it. They're, you know, 13 to like 16, 17 or whatever, but that would scare the crap out of some kids. And it scares their mothers. And it scares the mothers that these kids have to practice something like this when this kind of crap shouldn't be happening in the beginning. It's a lot more freaking. uh, And if the gun laws, which I believe people have the right to have a gun, do not get me wrong, but, and we're talking big old black juicy booty butt, okay? There needs to be more protection. For those from people that should not have one. I mean, I I deeply believe all these school shootings could have been prevented if the right laws were in place. As far as reporting. As far and all as that. reporting, as far as if Okay, yeah, if they are seeing a psychiatrist and that psychiatrist is is afraid that this person is a threat to others, then they need to be able to give that information. They don't have to say, hey, this person is diagnosed with this, 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 and this. All they have to say is this person is a threat to society. 
and put them through the court system at that and point. And put them through the court system. And if they're found... And if they're, they're found guilty as being well, a threat... Well, not guilty, but... Well, if they're found that they should not own a gun... Right. Then they should not have that right. At least they had a process It of, needs to go through a specific process. Yeah, it's going to tie up courts. I get it. But would you rather be safe than sorry? Or you want more school shootings? Mm -hmm. I know I don't. My kids may not go to school, but I've got five grandkids. They all, they they go to school. And do I want to hear my stepdaughter calling saying that there was a school shooting and I got to worry and there's so many miles away that I can't do nothing? Mm. I don't want that phone call. I think a lot of people would change their tune if, like you said, their kids or grandkids were in a situation like that where there was a school shooting. I think the most hardened core second amendment supporters would think different if their people were in that situation well i mean I, I yeah and i know our school they've been locked down uh a few times but you know what i mean because of a threat for school shooting the most hardened supporters of the second amendment would think differently yeah if somebody because they knew, it has to be if someone they know theirs. if someone they know like close a family member or whatever had to li like lived through a school shooting, I think they would totally change their tune. And I'd hate for it to have to come to that point to get people to change their tune. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't come to that. It's going to be a very interesting debate in this country. It really is about how far you should take. The problem with the left is they always take it too fucking far. They never go to a middle ground. They always go far left on the issue. And that's what causes all the tribal stuff to pop up. Because nobody wants to come to a table, sit down, and talk about it. Well, I guess in 2018, the American Psych Psychiatric Association Resource Document on Risk-Based Gun Removal Laws notes to, uh, that are designed to address crisis situations in which there is an acute concern about an individual's access to firearms. But the laws differ from state to state, varying on matters who can initiate the gun removal process, whether a warrant is required. I always believe a warrant needs to be required. Well, if, a, if there ain't no warrant, they ain't coming in my house. Always have to have a warrant. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Anyway, that's some good stuff today. China had some really good stuff going on. We're going to go to the members only at 9.20 uh, a.m. Central Standard Time. It's an interesting subject. Would you turn a family member in for murder or a brother or a sister, anybody? It's going to be interesting. You to join the members only on Spotify and uh, YouTube. Uh, your uh, donations help go to the show. We'll be back tomorrow. Rock I on. said goodbye. Vamoose. Adios. Ciao. So long. Get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away 